Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. And today I want to talk about the covert narcissist. The covert narcissist, first of all, let me just explain something about covert narcissists because I dealt with so many in my life. I dealt with them in my family. I dealt with my, you know, I was married to one over 13 years and I've dealt with them. I've had covert narcissistic friends. So let me just talk about the covert narcissist. The covert narcissist is basically a damaged person. Okay, the covert narcissist, people say, well, why do people become narcissist? All right. They become narcissistic usually for for two reasons. Okay, it's usually developmental from their childhood. They either, you know, endure childhood trauma or they were, you know, spoiled and they were the entitled child that always got their way. But in both instances, The narc never felt control or validated as a child, okay? And people ask all the time, they say, well, how come you have two children that come out of the same household that could be a trauma-filled household and one becomes a narc and one doesn't? Because genetically, we all have different personalities, okay? We are all genetically different and we all deal with things differently, Okay, so one child might be okay because that child, you know, can can be self-aware of when they're wrong. They they're they may be, you know, an empath that feels for other people because they endured a lot and they wouldn't want to see anybody else endure that way. And then you have the narcissist who is a child that needs extra care and attention. Okay, you see it in schools, certain children need extra help, extra care and attention in order to develop, you know, healthy. So it's kind of the same thing when you're dealing with a narcissist, because when we're talking about a child that develops in a, you know, trauma filled environment, this child felt inferior. And a lot of times when you have a child that's narcissistic 
and you have another child that isn't narcissistic, the narcissistic child is going to be jealous of their siblings, okay? They feel inferior a lot of times. So the point is this, you're dealing with a damaged person that may not have gotten the love, attention, and affection that they needed. But, but here's, here's, here's the but in all of this. But they're, even though they didn't get you know, that extra attention, it is still not an excuse for their toxic behavior. And I got into it yesterday with somebody on a post because she got on the post and she said, well, narcissists, you know, they do what they do because of their subconscious mind and so-and-so and so-and-so influencer, they talked about this. So, you know, what they do, they can't help what they do, okay? First of all, a narcissist is very aware of the fact that they're lying. A narcissist knows what's right and wrong. They are not mentally insane. They are not, you know, oblivious to what they do. And how do you know that? You know that if you've had enough experience with a lot of narcissists and you've studied their behavior, but you also know that because a narcissist can manipulate themselves around different people. And if they, you know, were doing it subconsciously, they wouldn't be able to manipulate around different people because their subconscious mind would do the same for each person. So a narcissist understands, okay, that what they're doing is toxic, but what they do is they justify it in their minds. They're doing what they have to do to survive because they come first. Even though they're hurting other people, they, what they're doing is they're protecting themselves because they are afraid of getting hurt, okay? They won't leave themselves open and be vulnerable. And you see this with the covert narcissist. This is why the covert narcissist can't be transparent with people because they're afraid of leaving themselves open for attack. So, you know, they never show their hand. They never let you know what they're thinking. They try to put you down by ignoring you, dismissing you, giving you the silent treatment and being cold to you. You know, withholding withholding affection, okay? So the point in all of this is that a covert narcissist knows that they're hurting you. Narcissists in general know that they're hurting you. And I actually, I dated a malignant narcissist who was very violent for two years. And towards the end of the relationship, that malignant narcissist actually told me, admitted, sometimes a narcissist will admit to you that they know they lied to you and that, you know, he also said, I know I hurt you. All right. And he also said, I was just afraid of getting hurt. Okay, so what they do is they know that they're hurting other people, but they're afraid to get hurt. So in order to protect themselves and their fragile ego, they don't care if they hurt somebody else because they're protecting themselves. Now, here's where the big issue comes into play. Should a narcissist be accountable for their actions? And I say absolutely they should, okay? Unless somebody is mentally insane, we all have to be accountable 
for our sins. And, you know, this is where I had the issue with the troll yesterday because she basically was arguing and saying, well, they shouldn't be accountable because, you know, that's all part of their subconscious mind. So in a sense, what she's saying is they don't know what they're doing. Well, if that was the case, then shouldn't we say that serial killers, you know, also because of their childhood trauma, should not be accountable for what they do? But they are self-aware. They are conscious of what they're doing. They know what right and wrong is. So they should be accountable for what they do. And it's the same thing when you're dealing with a narcissist. If they were not aware, that is a totally different argument, okay? But they are aware. And, you know, I don't care who says it. I've lived it. I've seen it. I've actually had, you know, people admit to me that they knew that they hurt me in the past, not just with the malignant narcissist, but other people. So they are very, very aware, okay? And also, narcissists study people. They know who they can push and who they can pull. So, you know, if they know that, they know how to manipulate. And in order to manipulate somebody, you have to be self-aware of the fact that you are lying, okay? That's why they alter themselves because they know it's a lie. Because if they were true and authentic, they wouldn't have to lie, but they know that they have to lie, okay? So when we talk about covert narcissists as damaged people, the point is this, you guys, it's not you. It's the fact that you're dealing with somebody who can't communicate directly. You're dealing with somebody with an inferior ego that is afraid to leave themselves open for attack. They can't take you on toe-to-toe. A covert narcissist will not take you on toe-to-toe because they are so sneaky, they know that you will destroy them with the facts. So instead, instead they have to be dismissive. And they have to, you know, when you're, when you're hitting them with those facts, they're going to run. They're going to run or they're going to question your mental state and just call you crazy. And, you know, this is how they deflect all of the shame onto you. All right. The best way to deal with a covert narcissist is not to deal with them at all or to not give them any personal information about yourself because they will use it against you. So even though they've been hurt in their childhood, it is not an excuse to hurt other people, all right? It doesn't give them a pass because they've had childhood trauma, because a lot of people have had childhood trauma, but they choose not to hurt other people, whereas a covert narcissist makes a conscious choice to hurt other people for their own benefit, okay? It's for their own benefit. So this is the problem that I had with that person because I said to myself, she really doesn't understand. She doesn't get it. And the other problem too is a lot of people, 
They'll listen to influencers who maybe have a lot of followers. Just because somebody has a lot of followers doesn't necessarily mean they know what the fuck they're talking about. All right. You've got to use your own common sense and you've got to do your own due diligence on a topic. And I'll give you an example of that in the medical profession. Right. Not all doctors know what they're doing. And I know this from personal experience with my son because I've dealt with numerous, numerous doctors and psychiatrists that have worked with my son who is nonverbal autistic, severely autistic. And most of these doctors didn't know how to diagnose him or know how to treat him with medications. It was only the psych nurse that I dealt with who really got it. And you know why? Because of his experience in these mental hospitals in seeing what works with different medications on different patients, what worked and didn't work because he was hands-on with the patients and he saw the direct result of the medications on them and he was dead on right when it came to treating my son. So the point I'm trying to make in all of this, you guys, is you have to use your common sense, okay? You can't just go by the fact that somebody has a million followers so they must know what they're talking about. Look at politics, how people that are out of their mind and crazy have so many followers, but yet they don't, they don't, you know, they're toxic as hell, all right? They're toxic as hell. So just because the masses follow somebody doesn't mean that that person is right or knows what they're talking about, okay? So the point I'm trying to make is the only way you're really going to understand narcissism is to have lived it, experienced it, and learned about all the different behaviors and studied those behaviors in dealing with a lot of different people, okay? And you'll see this with the covert narcissist because the covert narcissist, they're, you know, They follow the same patterns of behavior. They're passive aggressive. They don't communicate directly. And this is why if you ever married a covert narcissist, you will be alone and you will not be able to resolve conflict with that person because they can't open up, okay? They can't sit down at a table and open up. They will dismiss you. They will walk out on you. They like, Again, they will question your mental state and say you're crazy, even when you're speaking facts. And this is what causes you to go crazy if you don't realize that you're dealing with a covert narcissist. Because even if you're hitting a covert narcissist with the truth, they won't acknowledge it. So that's why it's futile to try to resolve conflict with a covert narcissist because they will never see your point of view. They don't want to take accountability because of that fragile, inferior ego that they have. So the what you have to deduct in all this is that you have to say to yourself, I am dealing with a damaged person that cannot communicate, that is damaged from their childhood development, okay? They don't have the courage to be able to open up because they're afraid of getting hurt, all right? And a lot of them are very closed-minded people. 
A lot of covert narcissists are closed-minded people. They don't see the big picture. They think, you know, they're cute in how they behave because they're sneaky. They think by being sneaky, they're smarter than you. But at the end of the rope, they're the ones that lose in the end because they lose good people that eventually see them for who they are and say, I will never deal with you again. I don't want any part of you, okay? Because you're not a, a, a transparent person. You're a liar. You're a deceiver. You know, you don't treat me with respect. You're dismissive and you don't respect me, okay? Covert narcissists don't respect other people. They pretend to respect people that they are trying to get something out of. And somebody made a comment on the YouTube and, and she was so right. And she said, they will care or show niceness when they want something, okay? Then you may see a covert narcissist being nice to you. When they want something, they're gonna be nice to you. When they don't need you, they could leave you for dead. And even if it's your family, okay, because I've seen this, they will leave you for dead because they come first. And they're covert narcissists, they center on ego things, things that are going to boost their ego. So a lot of it is material possessions, money, houses, praise. They want these things and they will kiss ass of people in order to feel that praise from them, okay? They will be where the money is. The covert narcissist will transgress where the money people are, where the prestigious people are, because they want to feel important. And a lot of covert narcissists, they'll always, you know, they'll brag about things like that, like, oh, you know, I... I I got a signature from this famous baseball player or, you know, you know, I, you know, had dinner with this celebrity or I know this person or something like that. They want to be associated with prestigious people because it makes them feel important. OK, this is the goal of the, the covert narcissist to feel important, but yet they mask that by pretending to be humble and, and empathetic. And this is where they fool people because they pretend to care at times, but it's all a show. It's show for other people. That's why a covert narcissist could be so nice to other people when you're out. It's a show. It's to feed their ego. It's the, it, they, they're worried about their image. When you think covert narcissists, the first thing, besides the fact that they're passive aggressive and they're dismissive, to, excuse me, I can't talk. They're dismissive and they won't validate you. You should also think they're worried about their image, okay? They're worried about how they look. They're worried about what people perceive of them. And a lot of times when you break up with a covert narcissist, they're, they're going to panic because they're going to worry that you're going to talk about them to other people. And that's why they try to beat you to the chase and they'll smear you publicly before you ever have a chance of smearing them. Okay. That covert narcissist, the minute that they know that that relationship is done, they are going to be destroying you behind your back, smearing you because they're worried about their image. They don't want people to think it was them that the, was the reason for the relationship breaking up. And what a lot of them will do 
is they may go to people that you, mutual friends that you know, and they will portray themselves as the victim. And they will do this in court as well. They will portray themselves as the victim and you are the ogre. You are the bad guy. They did nothing, but they tried to be nice to you and they went out of their way for you. And they're going to bring up every nice thing they ever did for you to make you look like the bad guy. Okay. This is how, you know, deceptive the covert narcissist is because they are damaged from their childhood. They are damaged people. And a lot of them were raised by covert narcissists as well. So they learned that behavior. That doesn't mean that everybody who is a child of a covert narcissist becomes a covert narcissist, but a lot of them do. And a lot of them treat other people the same way that their parents treated them. In other words, maybe their parents gave them the silent treatment. So now they're giving you the silent treatment. Maybe their parents never validated them. So now they're not going to validate you. Okay. Maybe their parents were sarcastic and passive aggressive. So maybe they're going to treat you with that sarcasm and that passive aggressive nature. This is why I tell you, study somebody's background, study where they came from, Look at their family. Ding, 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 ding. I can't say this enough, all right? And I was told this when I was younger. Always look at somebody's family, all right? This is where they come from. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they will turn out toxic. But some turn out toxic and some don't turn out toxic. So you really have to study the individual to see if that person can take accountability and see if that person is extremely insecure to the point of them, you know, trying to hurt other people in order to lift their ego. Okay. I mean, you have insecure people out there. It doesn't mean everybody who's insecure is a narcissist because you have insecure people that don't try to hurt other people. But you have a narcissist that will either blatantly hurt somebody because, you know, some of them are sadistic and they love misery, loves company and they will hurt other people. And then you have some of them that will hurt you just because, you know, they're doing what they have to do for themselves and you get hurt along the way. So understand this. You've got to look at how that covert narcissist treats you. You've got to look at how that covert narcissist deals with conflict. And I actually told this to my daughter. I said, when you get involved with somebody, look at how that person fights. All right. How does that person fight when you have a disagreement with them? Are they able to talk to you about it? Or do they give you the silent treatment? Do they ghost you? Do they flip the blame on you and say it's your fault, you're crazy, you have a problem because they can't take ownership or accountability? That tells you everything about somebody, you guys. Look at how somebody fights with you because how they fight with you in the beginning, like in other words, in the dating stages, what do you think is going to happen after you marry them and they got you? That's just one tip, tenth of the iceberg that you will see later on 
when they will really, you know, give it to you. Like, in other words, if you're dating somebody and, you know, you say something they don't like and maybe they don't talk to you for a few days, what do you think is going to happen when you marry that person? Now they know they got you. Now they know it's not so easy to walk away from the relationship, and especially if you have kids. Then they're really going to torture you with that passive-aggressive behavior. They may go, I knew people that went months without talking in the same household, okay? Or they're going to smear you behind your back and everything like that. So you're dealing with somebody who's damaged. And guess what? Here's the end all and all that. You are not going to change them. They are who they are, okay? They are who they are. So, you know, it's not your job to fulfill the covert narcissist. It's up to them to enlighten themselves and realize that, you know, they came from a toxic background or they were the golden child and there was a problem there. It's up to them to open their minds up and be able to really face that shame. But the problem is, you know, covert narcissists, they don't want to self-reflect. So they're close-minded. They only want to see what they want to see, even though they're aware of the toxicity. They're aware of it, but they choose not to want to see it, okay? because it's just easier for them. It's easier for them to just deflect and say, you are the problem. It's easier for them to just walk away and not have to deal with the confrontation with you, all right? So they are damaged. They don't want to communicate. And if you don't have to deal with them, don't deal with them. And if you do have to deal with them, you gray rock you don't get emotional. You stick with the facts of whatever you have to deal with them about and minimal contact, you guys. Minimal contact with these people because it's a no-win situation with them. No-win situation. Just understand you are dealing with a damaged person from their childhood and that, you know, you need to distance yourself as much as possible. So I hope that helps you guys. It's been a busy morning. I apologize. I'm losing my voice. I hope you guys have a great day and I hope you have a better understanding of all this. Have a great day, you guys. If it's helped you, please subscribe and please share the podcast. If you guys are having a problem in your dating or relationship or you're dealing with somebody maybe that's narcissistic, you don't know if they're a narcissist or you're just having problems, you're in a toxic relationship and you need some clarity on it, go to the link in the podcast description for my website where I offer email and phone coaching. If you have a quick question, just a quick question and you want to get a video sent back to you answering your question, there's also a link there for Vizio, where I will send you a personalized video answering your question. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz, and I want to tell you about my two books on Amazon. The first book is Regain Your Power. It's all about power and relationship. Who has the power in the relationship? And it goes into all of that, okay? The other book is Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time, okay? 
check it out. It gives you a lot of good clues as to whether you're with somebody who's a real one or somebody who's just going to waste your time. You could read them both with Kindle's free trial membership. So check it out. Link is in the podcast description. Hi, you guys. I just want to let you know that The Game Exposed now has their merchandise available. Check out the link in the bio and you could go check it out. There's cool hoodies, cool sweatpants, cool hats. So go to the bio for the link. And also, don't forget to follow me on Facebook at the game exp 123 and also on Instagram the game exp 123 okay and have a great day mm-hmm.